are a winner. You are capable of everything you set your mind to. You take every setback and you use it to your advantage. You are confident in who you are. You are confident in what you have to offer the world. You are confident in your abilities and purpose. You are not held back by fear, doubt, or disappointment. You're more than enough. And I'm so, so proud of you. I allow myself to transition into new ways of thinking, living, and learning. I provide myself with the space and grace to clear my mind, rest my body, and reconnect with my spirit. Love, joy, and tranquility enters my life in beneficial ways. You are grateful for this beautiful day. You are overflowing with happiness, joy, and gratitude. You are appreciative of all the wonderful things this day will bring forth. The more grateful I am, the more beauty I see. I am blessed with peace of mind and prosperity. I'm getting better each and every day. I am a person of worth and value. Thank you for joining me for another episode of My Curl Speak with Key. Of course, I'm Key, and happy Wednesday. This episode is brought to you by Unfiltered Forever. Use my code CURLS at checkout to receive cash off. Visit unfilteredforever.com, and again, my code is CURLS. If you're listening, make sure you screenshot this and let me know where you're listening from. Okay, so today's show, I actually got Be Easy to agree to come back. Y'all know that was like pulling tea. Be Easy, what's up? What's up? What's up? How you doing? Hey. How you doing? I'm doing well. I can't complain. That's good. Wonderful. It's been so long since you've been here. Mm, really? I mean... And you let people know you were here. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I got icebreakers now. I didn't have that the mm. last time you was on here. Really? Yeah, it's been that long. I thought I did them. No. Okay. Okay, so you ready? Yep. Tupac or Biggie? Biggie. Right. Well, I knew that. Yeah. Prince or Michael Jackson? Uh, I want to say Prince, but I'll go with Michael Jackson. See... You're the only person that kind of agrees with me because you was leaning towards the Purple Rain. You was. Yeah, but Mike just got more hits, though. He got more hits, but I just look at, like, Prince being as talented as he was, all the instruments he could play. I was looking at it, like, overall. Well, Michael Jackson kind of do the same thing, too. So, like, somebody said, like, it was one song of his or whatever, and they kind of described, like, how Mike really, like, produced the song. Mm-hmm. So he he talented too like songwriting and all that too so i kind of wish they weren't in the same era why the reason why is because i hate the fact that i be putting them against each other every week <laughs> like because they both were so talented why like, why you don't put mike up against somebody else like madonna then that way you don't have to put him up against prince that's a no-brainer i put him up against because that's how i i put them on the same thing i i never was a madonna fan, oh so i wouldn't have said that just you sowing seeds of, uh, I don't know what the word is, but that's what you're doing. Mm. Anyway, sorry. Wow. It's supposed to be a safe space. Division. That's mm. what it is. Wow. So, my mm-hmm. last question. Okay. If you could listen to any song for the rest of your life, every day, like just, just that song, what song would it be? Oh. It, all day? I I only had one song to listen to. Well, no, I ain't gonna make it that hard because everything gets aggravating after that. I would say it's one song that you have to listen to like 
you can listen to at least once a day, every day, for the rest of your life. Oh, I got a couple of those. But since you say one, um, uh, I'll say Allure by Jay-Z. Mm. This was the part where I wish that this wasn't on Apple because I'd be like, you know what, let, let us hear a little bit of it. But we're not trying to get taken off. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Jay-Z don't play by his stuff. Yeah, depending on what it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, y'all look it up, Allure by Jay-Z. Okay. So, I invited you here today because I was on a DJ Blaze show, Lord have mercy, I think it was like five years ago. It was a good four or five years ago. It was a minute ago. Oh, yeah, it was 2016. Like, my son, yeah, I'm thinking about, he was a baby, so it was it was a while ago. Mm-hmm. And um, you guys invited me on to talk about an event that I was hosting for my organization. Mm-hmm. And... um. One thing I can say about the DJ Blaze radio show is that even if it's like a really hard topic, you have the ability. Y'all always had the ability to make it lighthearted where you can laugh a little bit. Mm-hmm. Over here, we don't do that all the time. Sometimes I can't laugh. Yeah. But I invited you here because you actually know the story and I didn't feel like this would be a good solo episode. Oh, okay. And I wanted to talk about my curl speaking what it is and how it started and all that what's what's so what this is uh i know you were doing the uh like the the uh it's like 30 things of what's the 30 uh the 30 red flags uh-huh i did that um actually last month that was last month that i, I broke it up into two episodes oh it ended last month yeah yeah that ended last month i broke it up into two parts and then last week we had Yusuf from the relationship status come on. And y'all did some of them. We did. We we went into debt with like five of them. What is uh like uh like when you have somebody to do something, then you switch it up on them at the last minute or something? Is that like manipulation? That is. Okay. So that's a red flag, y'all. So me being on the show, red flag. You know? Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, we. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we like lighthearted it up. Just like, go ahead. I continue. know he did not. Okay, so again, you're gonna hear this probably every episode this month. October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. And the thing is, I started my curl speak about five years ago and I rarely talked about why I started my curl speak. Like I talk about why I started it, but I never talk about my relation to domestic violence. It's more of I um I was in court. The story behind why I started the the organization. I was in court. Um, My abuser lied and said that he was going to plead guilty. Now, he did this like twice. Now, let's talk about something like if you're not if you're not one of those people that be in court, because this is my first court like experience. Like I've Mm -hmm. never been back, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, if you're not a person that understands how that work, when you say you're going to plead, right? They have you come to court and you listen. It's like a list of other people that's playing at the same time. So I was able to hear other cases. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm in there and I'm waiting on them to call his name. And um, it was a young lady. She she had got beat by, by her abuser with a bat. Like he did mm. a lot of head trauma to her. And I'll never forget this. I'm trying to keep my head down. You know what I'm saying? Because first of all, this was like the first time I had saw 
my abuser since we had the altercation. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to look at him. And I also was trying to mind my business because this was my first time in a court setting and I wasn't aware that I had to hear everybody else's business before they got to mine. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh. You ain't never had to go to like traffic court or nothing like that? Mm-mm. Not okay. at that point. Okay. Like my first, like I've only been to traffic court once. And okay. that was like a couple of years later. Okay. So I was just like, I'm, I got my head down and they read out what he did and, you know, they asked if anybody had anything to say. And she said, I got something to say. And because um, he was going to plea. He was pleading. She's like, I got something to say. And so the judge was like, okay, you can come up. You can say whatever. She was like, oh, well, it was me. He did it to me, and it was my fault. And when she said those words, I was, like, I, like I said, I, was, I had my head down. I looked up. Because when they read what he did to her, I was like, your fault. She was like, if I wouldn't have said what I said to him, he wouldn't have did it. If did I that's what she said? No. Oh. She was like, I should have listened to him. I never listen to what he tries to tell me, and he gets angry, but it's my fault. He burnt, I burnt the rice. Yeah, like it was one of those movie oh. type things. Like, yeah. and when she said what she said, was this a Caucasian woman or no? She was a cousin. I mean, I'm just, I'm she just asking black. for my um. I mean, I ain't surprised. Really. And from like, from the from the north side, they I mean, said where they was from, where the altercation altercation came from. I mean, those women get beat too. So, well, yeah, it, it's not like it's a uh, it's a, a they it's have a myth this. that you know black women. From certain places are so much stronger and don't mm-hmm. take so much. It's not true. Y'all get the same. Right. Stuff, so. so she starts crying, like crying and begging them to give him mercy. And so the judge was like, well, if you're the victim and you feel like this, house arrest for 30 days. So he locked in the house with her? I don't know if they live together. Now that part wouldn't have made sense. I mean, sh- I don't want to say she asked for it, but. But he was supposed to do. See, here's the thing. He was supposed to do time. Like actual prison time. For, yeah. for. But because she reacted the way that she reacted, the judge was like, okay, well, since you're the victim and you said, like, it's okay, 30 days. And at that moment, at that exact moment, I thought about all of the times when I was with my ex, I blamed myself for the stuff he was doing. Mm-hmm. And I may have never walked in the courtroom and said it was my fault. But it was so many times where I felt like it was. Mm. And I said, I don't want another woman. If I, I know I can't like change the whole world, but if I can create something that makes women understand their worth. That's why you like Tupac. Cause that sounded like what Tupac said. I may not change the world. That is exactly why I like but Tupac. I may spark them behind. Somebody. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> and that's how I, so I created, my curl speak was born like that day. Mm-hmm. Like I went home and I started like writing notes and I was like, okay, maybe I can do like an organization and we do like self care and like all this other stuff. And mm-hmm. we focus on building ourselves up because I do truly believe that the more you love yourself, the less likely you will take BS from other people. Mm-hmm. Because it's an insecurity I know for me it was I, I didn't feel worthy Like I didn't feel Beautiful I didn't feel enough So like It was so many things in that relationship Like when and I tell you quick When we broke up he broke up with me He broke up with me 
on New Year's Eve in church. Mm. He told me he was like, God gonna bless me with a woman that cook and iron my clothes, and that's not you. Like I deserve more than what you give me. And I'm like, I got a whole baby. Like I I got a whole baby. <laughs> like I do what I can, but I'm somebody's mom. Like I had a newborn. Mm. And he was like, I just I deserve God told me I deserve more than you. I deserve better. Mm. And for a long time I felt like I wasn't enough. Because that wasn't that wasn't the first time he told me that I wasn't enough. Like he was one of those people you cook something. Cause I tell y'all, it's not that I don't cook. I'm a Pinterest cook, meaning that I read. Mm-hmm. I, I go by recipe. So like I would make dinner and he'd be like, this nasty. I'm not eating it. You know, stuff like that. And you just be like, I mean, was it nasty? It wasn't nasty to me. Oh, okay. All right. And my baby ate it. I mean, kids say the darnest thing. So, <laughs> <laughs> Did you burn the rice? I never really made rice. Oh, okay. Right. I, I prefer pasta. It's easier. Mm, okay. <laughs> a lot of carbs. Go ahead. Yeah. but I'm sorry. Anyway. Yeah. Don't but it was little stuff like that. Like, it was so many signs that I ignored. And that's why, like, this month I wanted to go over the signs with not just women because men get abused too. Mm-hmm. We got a lot of women that they get in a man face because they know a man not going to hit them back. Mm-hmm. And that's not right. It it's not right. That's why I try. I try for my content now. I don't. I try not to cater it just for women mm-hmm. because it's so many antagonizing women. Well, I mean, if men want to listen to somebody that uh, can cater to them, maybe they can go listen to somebody else. But you don't think it's not good that I try to be gender neutral? I mean, it's cool, but you know. Because you might not know the male experience as far as that. Right. I, I've never so. experienced that. Now, I do have a couple of friends where, you know, they were called the B word and they was in women been in their face and put their hands on them and would say, stuff, oh, you're not going to hit me back. You will be. You're not going to hit me back. And I'm like, OK, I really feel like those are situations where we as women take advantage of the fact that we know you're not that type of man. Because do you think they would do that? If they hit them back one time? Mm, Maybe not. They probably would. Like, did you know that majority of the men that abuse women do not hit men? I believe that. Won't even look at you funny. That's why they go um, hit the women because they know they won't hit a man. Right. That's exactly why. And it's, it's the same thing for women. Like, they... Those women don't fight. Not women. Oh. <laughs> they don't. Those, those are the kind of women that, like, they run from you when you say, oh, meet me at Dollar General. Like, they don't show up. Mm. No, I had, I had a situation. She didn't show up. But she hit on our man? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's, a, it's a thing where you you hit who you know is not going to hit you back. I probably hit her kids, too. She probably she probably do. What's your, what's your thoughts on that? What, spanking? Yeah. I mean, I ain't with it, like, because, I, um... If the parent is like really like paying attention to their child or whatever, they probably can think of another way to discipline the child and um it had the same effect or whatever. But like some kids beatings don't really do nothing. It don't. It make you like for me, it made me sneaky. Well, not even that, like But it does that. some kids don't even cry. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like the, it the make spanking them hard. part. It it just don't affect them like 
<clears throat> um, they just some kids just tougher than others. So, um, I ain't with it. And a lot of times, I see kids. Um, parents beat their kids out of anger and stuff like that. That's so. the main. Okay, the main reason I don't hit my kids is because I am aware that if I want to put my hands on them, I done got too mad. That means I'm too angry. I need to come come down some. Mm-hmm. And you don't want it to be a situation where you put your hands on your child and you do too much. Those, you know what I'm saying? So, like, because, like I said, I barely even think about it. So, if it ever were, I'd be like, mm-hmm. okay. Now, I, uncles. I need to think. Uncles can beat the kids. You just saying that because you a lot of people uncles. Yeah, you know, get punched in the chest or something. But and I think you told me they all little boys. I got I got a, a niece and some like what you call them great nieces or grand nieces or whatever. But the little boys though, you know, punch them in the chest. So you, <laughs> but you would you wouldn't do that thing with your kids though. No, <laughs> you can't do that to your own kids. You do that to other people's kids. Yeah, you uncles can do that. Daddies can't do that because it's like a big brother. So, so it okay. It's like making them tough. <laughs> That's I've never heard that before. For real, you introduced me to new information. Yep, look it up. It's it's in the uncles can punch his nephews in the chest. It's in there. Yeah, it's in the bylaws or whatever oh. of the constitution. Mm-hmm. Of whatever state you from I see Yeah but you know Don't start googling y'all Just finish listening and Yeah just finish listening to this And then y'all can um, I tell you where you can reach Be easy yep. And he can give you the exact Like where you can yep. find What he's talking and about And if you don't agree Then I can punch you in the chest Oh see that's not Okay Listeners This is going Oh, this different. is different But it's not domestic because It's assault I believe in assault and battery I do too like, I believe in it. I I believe in it. Somebody told me one time, well, you said you would fight, but you don't believe. It. I said, my girl speaking ain't got nothing to do with me hitting you. It's You're not my girlfriend. Stuff. Yeah. I'm I, with it 100%. I'm with it. Like, about it. About it. But this is, so let's get back to your origin Oh, domestic story. violence. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You following me up now. You <laughs> You can get some hate mail. I don't, I don't mind hate mail on my I show. don't mind hate mail. It be some mail. Shoot, email me. Something. <clears throat> but anyway. But yeah. Um, have, do you think you've ever been in a relationship with a narcissist? Or yeah. someone narcissistic traits? All of them. You know, what you just said is a red flag. What? Okay. Hold on. Okay, you think all of them was narcissists? No, me. You Wait, you were the narcissist? Yeah. Oh my God! What makes you think that? Everybody got a little bit in them. I don't believe that. Okay, give me some of the traits of narcissism. Okay, um, not being able to hold yourself accountable. Oh no, that ain't me. Right. Go ahead. Give me that, some. That's more. the main one. Not being able to hold yourself accountable. Self-absorbed. Um, everything is about you. Uh huh. Um. Get you gaslight people. You you give them reasons to believe that their feelings are invalid. When they are valid, um, you're manipulative. Everybody do that. I don't think they do it intentionally. But you do it, though. The intent does that uh, lessen the harm? No. I, okay. So everybody got a little touch. 
So you feel like the part that relates to you was the self-absorption, the self-absorbing and um, maybe it's a, 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 a hint of gaslighting. A hint, just a tad. Just a tad. Just don't. Like yep. the salt in a white meal. Mm-hmm. I know I know what uh might get under your skin, so I might get get at you a little bit if you're getting on my nerves. That's not gaslighting, though. What is it? That's just being petty. I don't think that's one of the red flags. Oh, okay. Well, shucks. I, I, I don't. I'm good then, I guess. So you don't think you're a narcissist anymore? No, no, no. You want to know why I don't think you're a narcissist? Why? Because you think you're a narcissist or you thought you was? I've never came in contact with a narcissist that truly believed that they were. Well, was. I didn't think I was. I said everybody had the traits. Oh, and you said that you may have had them in your last relationships? All of them, probably. But I don't know. Well, I like the fact that you take accountability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's big over here in Microspeak, Key, so I appreciate that. Word, word. Do you have any questions about Microspeak or anything in particular you like to talk about? So, um, why why were y'all in court? Okay, so to make, well, no, we got nothing but time. I don't have to make a long story short. Um, Me and my ex, we had an altercation. And what ended up happening is I would, I, well, let's back up. A couple of days before the altercation, he FaceTimed me to talk to our child or whatever. And when he FaceTimed me, um, he told me, he was like, I prayed last night. I said, okay. And he was like, I pray that you die. I said, wait a minute. And me being the type of person that I am, it caught me so far off guard until I started laughing and it wasn't funny I just didn't know what to do I kind of laugh when I'm nervous and stuff like that I'm one of those type of people so I was like God doesn't hear prayers like that and that doesn't make any sense you pray that I die if I die who take care of our kid his response to me was I'd rather I would I would much prefer her to be in the system than for you to be a mother why why wouldn't he want to take care of the child that he didn't even answer like that he he would just pass narcissism it's right so like i said you know after the fact i had told my mom i was like he said this to me and she was like what and i was like yeah god don't hear so then we started talking about religion and god you don't and hear mama? yeah oh, okay. god doesn't hear prayers like that and i kind of like shrug it off so when my child was younger she was really sickly in the beginning so something happened and we ended up having to go to the emergency room Mm -hmm. this was after he said that that statement to me so i asked my mom i was like uh you think i should tell him that we got to take her to the hospital she was like i mean do what you 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 think is best i wouldn't but do what you think is best so i told him but he didn't have a car so i didn't go get him he said he walked to the hospital. I don't know if he did or not. I didn't check. I didn't really care. So he came and it was like a lot of tension, but he didn't really say much. Um, and then, you know, we went our separate ways after they checked her because she used to have like really hard time breathing. Mm-hmm. So we was in and out the hospital a lot. So Thursday came. We used to work at the same place. And um, I talked about on last week's episode, 
the episode with Yusuf, I talked about I had an ex that tracked my phone on Sprint.com. You remember that part? Mm -hmm. And I said that I got a new phone. Well, when I got a new phone, uh, it made it where the the termination fees popped up on my old bill and it cut his phone off. I didn't purposely do that. I just wanted to not be tracked. Mm -hmm. So um, his phone got cut off. And he um, came to my desk at work. Um, and I was trying to work. He was like, you know my phone off? I was like, uh, I wasn't aware that your phone was off. Well, you going to fix this today? I was like, I'm not I'm not fixing anything today unless you got $700. It's really nothing I can do. T-Mobile said they would pay the termination fees once I send in the paperwork because that was supposed to be the deal. But as of right now, there's nothing I can do about it. Like, not right now. And so when I went on break, he ended up following me because how it was, we sat two rows over from each other mm -hmm. he followed me outside and he grabbed my arm and at the time i did not know co-workers saw it i had no idea they witnessed it i found out after the fact i'll explain that later that someone saw it and they they went to hr and was like okay there he's been bothering her at work i saw it myself mm -hmm. and um he's like you gonna you gonna turn my phone back on i'm like nah like i ain't nothing i could do so we gonna go to that friday we had an arrangement where the child was supposed to go with him for the weekend. But he IM'd me at work and was like, um, so are you dropping her off tonight? And I said, no. I said, I don't really feel comfortable with her staying overnight. I said, I can bring her tomorrow morning or afternoon, pick her back up. And then I can bring her Sunday, pick her back up. But I was a breastfeeding mom, you know what I'm saying? So I didn't feel I didn't feel comfortable with that, and I didn't trust him with her by himself for, like, long periods of time because he never really had her alone. Mm. So he put in the IM message, he was like, over my dead body, you going to stop me from seeing my effing child. And we own the, like, the, the, the stuff at work. Like, this stuff mm -hmm. is monitored. I was like, okay. I didn't say you couldn't see her. I just said she couldn't spend a night. But but okay. I would have felt some kind of way too though. I don't think you would have said what he said though. I wouldn't have said what he said, but I would have felt some kind of way. Too. Even with the situation of her being breastfed. And I couldn't yeah, they say pump, but I was never able to do that. Mm, yeah, I, I would have felt some kind of way. Well, I mean, it's cool if you would But anyway. Okay, let's go back to the yeah. story. So the next day, mm -hmm. his, you got to remember, his phone was off. We had already made the arrangement that I was supposed to bring her. So um, I couldn't call or anything because he was struggling and his Wi-Fi was off. Mm. So, you know, iPhones work on Wi-Fi. But if you don't have no Wi-Fi, you just. Mm -hmm. So I went to Walmart and then I went to his house. When I went to his house, um, he came outside. And I try to give him the child, and he starts acting weird about me not being able to come in the house and all this other stuff, like somebody was in the house. No. I was, and I asked him one question. I was like, do you have food here for her, or do you need me to go get some? Because, like I said, he didn't have a car at the time. So I didn't want to make it where they had to walk. Do you need me to get something? He was like, well, I don't have no food here, and this, that, and the third. Okay, you just cussed me out because I didn't want her to spend the night. But you're not prepared. For her to spend the night. I didn't say that though. I just went to KFC. I never forget it. I got a 
I think they call it a square deal. I don't actually eat KFC, Mm -hmm. but my child does. And I got a fruit punch and I got a large one with no ice. And the reasoning for that was so that I had counted in my head how many sippy cups he could make with this cup with no ice in it. Like, so I was like, I was, I remember this. So I pulled back up. Now she was with her dad at the time. He comes out the house. He starts acting weird. And like, we start arguing. He holding the baby. We start arguing. Next thing I know, he takes, because I hand him the food in a drink. He puts the food down on the ground because the baby's on his side. He takes the cup. He opens the cup. He takes the cup and pours the whole thing in my face. Like, he threw it on me. Mm. It was very loving hip-hop-ish, very mm-hmm. much. So the only thing I remember from this, the only thing I remember is when the cup start flying, I swapped the cup. I swapped the cup. Now, I'm assuming that when I swapped the cup, I slapped him. I'm assuming that. My mom was there. She said I didn't. Mm -hmm. She said I didn't. But for him to react the way that he did, I'm real confused because the next thing I know, he hit me. And when he hit me, he punched me in my temple and he cracked three places in my jaw. Mm. And when he hit me, that one hit, that one hit was so hard till he broke a blood vessel in my eye. And that's not where it ends. So I'm unconscious. He knocks me unconscious. My mother gets out the car. Because, you know, ain't nobody going to watch you beat the child. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So my mom gets out the car. He jumps on my mom. My mom doesn't hit him back because at the time he's holding the baby. Mm -hmm. He fractured my mother's eye socket, kicked her in the face. Who's who's this guy? Uh, Black Panther? I don't even know. Like, I don't. Did you, like, y'all whole time dating, you ain't suspected him of doing nothing like this? Okay, when we were dating, I had I have PTSD. So I've had PTSD since I was younger mm-hmm. due to trauma that happened when I was younger. And I black out. Like, if I get angry or if something, like, like bad happens, I black out to protect myself, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I would wake up, like, it would be situations where I wouldn't remember. We would argue, and I wouldn't remember anything. And he would say I was putting my hands on him, but then I would tell my mom and I would tell my friends, I had a dream last night that such and such was kicking me in the stomach, and my stomach hurts, but I don't remember. Mm. Like, in a, a lot of our relationship, it was like that. And one of the reasons why I can honestly say that, he was not good for me was because I have PTSD and I've been in relationships with men that never ever made me black out. You understand what I'm saying? I've mm-hmm. been in, I've been around people that are not even aware that I have that. And I have the ability to not remember what's going on. So when it was the end for us, that last time I, I remember we, um, we got into it, not this time with the post, I ain't get to the police part. But it was a time where we got into it and my daughter was already at my mom's house. She was already there. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a driver's license. Be easy. I had a car. I went and bought a car, but I didn't know how to drive. Mm-hmm. Had no idea how, how to drive. My mother stayed about 20 minutes away from me. And it got so bad, like, I packed my stuff and I left. And I prayed. 
I don't know if you believe in prayer, but like I prayed the whole ride to my mama's house because I did not know how to drive a mm. car. Mm-hmm. And I was like, if you could just get me, because my baby was already there. So I was like, I risked my own life. But she was safe. I said, if I can just, because the, the arguments would get so bad and I got tired of not remembering. Mm-hmm. I said, I got to get out of this. So I drove 20 minutes to my mom's house. And that was the end of that. That's how I left. Mm-hmm. So this altercation that we had, at the house, we were not in a relationship. We had, like I had said earlier in the show, he broke up with me on New Year's. We weren't together. Mm-hmm. This happened in April. He was mad at me because I started talking to my ex-husband again. Mm-hmm. And he had like this hate. Like, to be honest, that relationship was a rebound. To my ex-husband, because I always say how we were high school sweethearts and we broke up and how we was together for so long. So it was like my ex-husband had cheated on me and my my ex, my, my newer ex, he was just there to console me, basically. But that's how he got me mm-hmm. was he was the, the listening ear. He was the friend. Mm. And then it turned into something else. Mm. That's why I always tell women. Be careful how you, you want to, we need people to talk to, but make sure you're talking to people that are genuinely safe spaces and care about you and they're not manipulating you. Just talk to your girlfriends. Don't talk to no dudes. Yeah, because you don't know what somebody's, like, motive is. I mean, you know what the motive is. Not No, some people, I talk to you. It's different. Well, I mean, so, don't talk to nobody new. Like, yeah. me and you have been friends since Sean was on the booby. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Dudes want to. They trying to hit. Yeah. It's something about that. Like, that, that. Oof. But all of that happened. And we left the house. And um, my mom called some people. And they told her to call the police, right? So we're in. Because where it happened at, it was a busy area of town. So... We're sitting there, and my my mom, she calls some people, and my uncle told her, you need to call the police. So my mom calls the police, and the police said, oh, we already got a call about that. We were waiting to hear from you. Can you meet us over there? We're on our way over there right now. So then my mom was like, you got a call already. You want us to go back to the house? I don't, I don't feel comfortable Going back in this yard, they were like, okay, well, it was a bowling alley across the street from the house. Mm -hmm. So they told us to park at the bowling alley. And when we saw the police come, then come over. So that's what we did. Be easy. He called the police on us, said that he was standing his ground and he was fearful for his life. And and that I just was uh, trespassing and all of this other stuff. And one thing about domestic violence Usually when you're in a domestic violence situation, both parties go to jail. A lot of people don't know that, but both parties go to jail. But you have to think about the injuries that that we had. And one of the reasons why for a long time I thought I hit him was because he had like a scratch on his face. I don't know where it came from. Maybe your mama. My mama said she didn't hit him. And I believe she didn't hit him simply because she said she held on to his shirt. Mm-hmm. But she didn't hit him because 
while he was hitting her, he was holding my child. Mm. And she she was thinking to herself she don't want to miss and hit the child. Mm-hmm. But eventually he dropped my baby. And when he dropped my baby, my mama said she was able to like kind of get herself together because you may not know my mama, but my mama was actually taller than the man. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She was able to get herself together and like stand up. But she said she didn't hit him. Mm-hmm. I can't confirm or deny that because I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I didn't see any of that. All I know is I saw her after the fact and she was severely injured. Mm -hmm. And the police, that when you have a domestic situation, a woman and a man comes. Mm -hmm. So they assess the situation and they look at us and they're like, you're not going to jail. He going to jail. Cause how, Mm -hmm. how you, you couldn't have possibly how, and the injuries were so bad that we had and the fact that we didn't know because my child had blood on her and we we didn't know if it was her blood if it was our blood what it was until we got to the hospital couldn't find out it was not hers it wasn't hers um we had to ride the ambulance like i literally just finished paying for that ride like recently mm. been taking my taxes every year but we had to ride the ambulance because when you have head trauma you can't drive mm. And it's been one of those situations where I never would talk about it. Like I started my curl speak simply by talking about the other woman's story mm-hmm. every time. And I never talked about it because I, I always worried about my child because she was there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And for a long time on the internet, I never used my real name. You remember I used to always spell my name out like Carrie L. Mm-hmm. And the reason why, yeah, I hate the fact nobody can't say my name. I hate it. <laughs> but the reason why I never used my real name is because when you Google my real name, no matter which last name you look up, you see the appeal that he, he wrote to the courts where he said that he was given an unfair trial. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have, like, the actual facts from the case. It has what he said happened, and I look terrible. Um, And I always, he, he reached out to me about, I think he got out of prison, because he did go. Um, He went to prison, the, the doctors from the hospital, um, the paperwork, like the medical records uh, of the injuries and all of that, they actually testified. Mm-hmm. Um, One of the doctors said, that if he would have hit me just a little harder, I could have lost my life because mm. it was my temple. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was on track, when they actually was asking me questions, they asked me so many different times. Was it his hand? Was it an object? Because looking at the pictures, you would think he used something else and not his fist. But it was just closed fist. You could tell like he was just not happy with me and it it. It grew over time. Like, you don't beat somebody like that. Or you don't hit someone that hard. And you don't have, like, some type of hate or something for them. Mm -hmm. But when he got out of jail, he uh, got out of prison, it was, like, 2018. And he emailed me. And um, he talked about how he didn't like what I was doing with my curl speech. And that he felt like it was slander. And for a long time, you remember, I got quiet. Mm-hmm. I stopped talking. I finally 
feel comfortable talking because I've realized, first of all, y'all, slander is not that easy to prove. But if this man went to prison for it and a jury found him guilty, yeah, it ain't you that. can't sue me for that. Mm-hmm. And I was quiet for years. Like, I, I was going so hard when I met you. Mm-hmm. And when he got out of jail, I just got so scared. But I have legalized my curl speak. It actually is a real business now. Mm-hmm. Nobody can't take it from me. I was so hard. I, I was so um scared that he, because he's such a petty person, that he would get a business and, like, name it that and then sue me. Like, stuff like that, because mm-hmm. that's what type of person I was dealing with. People think, when I talk about narcissism and abuse, they think they know what I'm talking about, but you don't know what I'm been through i just never talked about it i'm hoping that these shows that people hear them and they see a way out that it it motivates you to to leave because i know how hard it is to leave my ex had been through so much in his childhood and and i felt so sorry for him to i made excuses for what he was doing to me And a lot of times, like I said on the other episode that you're going to hear, with trauma bonding and stuff like that, you really, you make excuses for for the stuff that they're doing because you just, you're dependent on them. And at one point, I felt like I was all he had, so I couldn't leave. But I'm glad I, I'm glad, well, like I said, he broke up with me, but I left. Because we was living together months after the breakup. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I left when I did. I'm glad my child is safe. Because due to the court paperwork and stuff, he can't he can't bother her. Sometimes I hate the fact that she just mine. You know what I'm saying? Like she don't she don't have another side of the family. But I just try to do the best I can because I'd rather her have a healthy family than for her to grow up in some type of narcissism. I don't want her to heal from me. Mm-hmm. Or, and I remember when the relationship started going downhill, I kept telling my mom that I didn't want to leave because my child needed a dad. But y'all, we got to stop thinking like that. We got to stop holding on to relationships just because we want a family dynamic. Do you know how many reports are out there where men have killed women in front of their kids? Mm-hmm. Or they've been mad enough to kill the whole family. I'm just thankful that I that I got out when I did. I think The thing that really made me leave him alone wasn't that he put his hands on me. He attacked my mama. Mm -hmm. And no matter, like, me and my mama, we could be at odds today, but you're not going to bother my mama. That my mama only got one. Should have shot her. I ain't had a gun back then. And she she has one now. Mm -hmm. Um, After going through something like that, you definitely get licensed to carry Mm -hmm. after that. But... 
And it was a guilt I felt because me and my mom, we would argue sometimes. And she'd be like, you had a man put their hands on me. And I ain't never had a man put their hands on me. And like, it, oh. it, you know, the guilt that I felt because it was my fault. It wasn't your fault. He wasn't her man. He wasn't mine at the time either, but. Yeah, it wasn't your fault. That was, mm -hmm, that was crazy. Like. It it was, so that's what my curl speak is. You mm -hmm. you like the first. Sometimes I hate the fact that she just mine. You know what I'm saying? Like she don't she don't have another side of the family, but I just try to do the best I can because I rather her have a healthy family than for her to grow up in some type of narcissism. I don't want her to heal from me. Mm -hmm. Or And I remember when The relationship started going downhill I kept telling my mom That I didn't want to leave Because my child needed a dad But y'all We gotta stop thinking like that We gotta stop Holding on to relationships Just because we want a family dynamic Do you know how many reports Are out there Where men have killed women In front of their kids Mm -hmm. Or they've been mad enough to kill the whole family. I'm just thankful that I that I got out when I did. I think the thing that really made me leave him alone wasn't that he put his hands on me. He attacked my mama. And no matter, like, me and my mama, we could be at odds today, but you're not going to bother my mama. That my mama only got one. Should have shot her. I ain't had a gun back then. And she did, she has one now. Mm -hmm. um, after going through something like that, you definitely get licensed to carry mm -hmm. after that. But And it was a guilt I felt because me and my mom, we would argue sometimes. And she'd be like, you had a man put their hands on me, and I ain't never had a man put their hands on me. And like it, oh. it, you know, the guilt that I felt because it was my fault. It wasn't your fault. He wasn't her man. He wasn't mine at the time either. But yeah, it wasn't your fault. That was mm -hmm, that was crazy. Like it, it was. So that's what my curl speak is. You, mm -hmm. you like the first person that asked me. Cause when I came on y'all show, we we wouldn't we didn't go that much in debt. Y'all mm. wouldn't let me cry in it anyway. Mm. I think no. Blaze would have found a way <laughs> to get me to stop crying. Yeah, yeah, yeah a joke out of something. Mm. Cause I think when it was about to get that deep, y'all turned it around. Like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah, I couldn't turn it around here on your own show. <laughs> I mean, you could have, but nah, I think I needed to say that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. You have any other questions? Uh, wait, we I'm, gotta we gotta lighten this up. It can't end like this. Why not? Ooh, it's kind of heavy, ain't it? I mean, you can give an ad and uh, you know what? Tell them people about them candles you've been telling me about. I can't. Um, oh, you mean uh, secandleco.com? dot com? Mm hmm. Because oh, yeah. I was gonna order this week, so tell the people about it. Uh, Southern Elegance Candle Company. Um, go there, order a candle. 
they got different scents on um, right now. They're featuring the, like the holiday and uh, fall scents. I love um, a fall scent. So you know, it got a lot of stuff to smell like food. Like uh, you seen the coffee ones? No, I haven't. But sweet potato and brown sugar and things like that, orange spice. But if you enter the promo code Crux mm-hmm. C R U X, you get fifteen percent off. So S E candleco.com dot com. Go there, order some candles, y'all. They smell good. Yeah, I think I want to try the coffee ones because I just love the smell of coffee. Mm-hmm. But y'all, man, I heard about that orange spice. What you heard about it? I heard it smelled good. Yeah, that's what I heard too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so be easy. You'll tell the people where they can find you. Uh, every week, DJ Blaze Radio Show Podcast. Wherever you get your podcast, uh, you can follow me personally on Twitter and Instagram, Preacher underscore BP. Um. And you don't need my Facebook because you ain't my real friend. So, <laughs> um, yeah, that's it. Hold on, <laughs> hold on. Were you laughing at the cry? Now my nose right there. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> that man said you don't need my Facebook because you ain't my real friends. Yeah, I, I feel that. I don't never life. tell people my Facebook. I don't know you. Well, real they can follow the DJ Blaze Radio Show on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, they can. You can follow that. Well, if you or someone you know was a victim, excuse me, if you or someone you know is a survivor of domestic violence and you like to tell your story, you can email me directly at key at mycurlspeak.com. If you like for me to read it off, I can read it. If you like to come on the show, I would love to have you on and we could talk about it, whichever one. Um, to find me, you can find mycurlspeak, the Instagram MCS with key. To find my personal pages is the diary of key and that's on all platforms tiktok snapchat twitter instagram thank you so much for joining me another week see y'all next week This is the Hustle Honey Podcast, the place for aspiring entrepreneurs. My name is Tiffany Johnson. I am the creator of Hustle Honey, a place for women to engage, encourage, and empower the next CEO. Join my co-host and me each week to discuss what it takes to be the boss, expand your brand, and build generational wealth. We will share personal stories, what's going on in our communities, and how you can turn your mess into a message with a little kitchen table talk for fun. Keep up to date on the hustlehoneypodcast.com and follow us on Instagram and Twitter.